Hello and welcome to the WTF podcast. Today I have myself, Giancarlo Cobham, um, alongside Tyrone Holder. Uh, we will review the game week uh, 15, um, starting with the first game, upset Chelsea versus West Ham. I think we both had this down as a win for Chelsea, or you had this as a draw. Somebody had it as a draw. It was Addy. Somebody yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe Addy said one all. I think Addy said one all draw, if I remember correctly. Okay, all right. So my thoughts on the game. Um, I thought Chelsea was pretty dominant. Um, uh, West Ham got back into the game and won the game via two goalkeeping errors. Um, I I won't really say West Ham was impressive in my opinion. The 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 errors that led to goals changed the game. Um, I don't think Chelsea should be worried because it was not a worrying performance. Um, it's just that the keeper made the two errors and cost in the game. And I was there before. I was there before as a player, so I know how that goes. Um, again, if I was in the Chelsea camp, I wouldn't be too worried by the performance because it was dominant enough before the, the error that led to the goal. So no, there shouldn't be no need for Chelsea. Sure though, in, in terms of in terms of you don't see a, like a some kind of slight decline or Chelsea being a less efficient force in the last couple of games. Um well can't our conversation in there. So right. they gotta depend on Lofter Street, who I taught. Obviously, he ain't do the running like conversation and can't hear, but he, he was decent in my opinion. Um, Georgina could have made a better decision, <clears throat> um, pertaining to the first goal. But I wouldn't say that I would be worried if I was a Chelsea supporter because let's see, he had cleared the ball and the score had remained 1 0. Then Chelsea could have scored a second goal because West Ham wasn't threatening Chelsea up until the score was like two all. And then he made another error. And West Ham won the game. So I won't see. And in recent weeks, Fair enough. Chelsea have played Manchester and Manchester. And now West Ham, right? Yeah. And West Ham in fourth and doing well. So I mean. I'll be upset with the loss, and especially the way how they lose the game. Right, but it that's, isn't that's anything. My, that's my main thing there, um, because I believe I call uh, in, the, in the preview. I believe I call as um plucky, and 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 these are the kind of things that you got put away. You have to put away them so you can't give them any any sniff, because once you give them a sniff, they can they can look for more. There's blooding can be any water and sharks can sharks can swarm and and. Not only that happened, you also had the goalkeeper having a shock at the same time. So then it led to West Ham coming out on top. So he was heading for a draw and really and truly Chelsea in their previous efficiency phase would have blown away West Ham. So that's why he's saying in recent games, like against Manchester United again, another thing that Chelsea should have blown away. Kind of, you know, but as you would have rightly pointed out, to pointed out, um, you know, that those seven players that will help you to control the game and really there, so they could be down to that. 
um, when you say Blowaway West Ham, Blowaway Manchester, the only team that I think Chelsea only really Blowaway is Norwich, really seven. But when I have watched Chelsea on this court, Chelsea more so control the game and happy to win one or two love. To me, it has been more, you know, get, get your two goals and you control the game from there. I wouldn't see that Chelsea would is a team that could do like Man City and Liverpool where you know they can be. I want to say blow away. I don't mean I don't mean I don't mean goal oh, wise because Chelsea. I mean Chelsea's as I said, Chelsea is an efficient team. Chelsea would, as you as you exactly just said, score the goals, you can't score for Chelsea the rest of the game. One nil, two nil, anything like that. That you can't score. You can't give them teams like West Ham a sniff because if you give them a sniff, they can come and they can come a lot for more. As West Ham is that kind of team. Yeah, yeah, West Ham. Yeah, you're correct. You're correct. West Ham is a team that full of energy. Um, Proof for that would be like the coach getting rid of the flair players, like um, Felipe Anderson, Yarmolenko, playing players that getting run. Uh, you know what you call it? Um, Defending badge players like Boyne and foreign hours on them. So yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't think Chelsea should be worried. Fair enough. We can be watching that. Um, on to Newcastle and Burnley. Newcastle won love. Um, again, another goalkeeper error. Um, from what I saw, um, both teams had chances. Both teams were wasteful. And Newcastle came out victorious in the end. I think I have predicted a Newcastle winning this one. Poor dropped the ball. And we'll just pick it up and just keep the ball in the bar. But yeah, from what you see in the game, um, missed chances from both teams. Got the ball in more ways than, more ways than one. And then I guess <clears> don't <throat> gotta spend too long on this because it's, it's basically comes down to exactly what you said, the goalkeeper error. <laughs> Poked up in the ball figuratively and literally. And Newcastle capitalized. And it was happy to see on the Newcastle side that they were able to keep out Burnley as the, as the obviously, and again, barrage of them trying to get uh, regain parity came. And uh, that is a, something good for um, Horto Volanta. And, you know, as they seek to obviously build for the future, uh, uh, make a stronger, better Newcastle team. But uh, I don't know. That there's always that moment of quality that this that is leave teams lagging, and um, and Burnley obviously was let down by they pulled this week. Yeah. Um. And both teams now sit on ten points, along with Norwich. So relegation. Um. The battle to avoid the drop on. All right. So moving on to Southampton and Brighton. Um, just, just a quick pause, that, um, hmm. Carol. Latin Taz. Tazio, you there? All right, so he's in. Tazio. All right, so Tehran, we can move ahead until. Can you hear us now? Maybe on mute. Oh, yeah. oh no, he connecting. <clears throat> yeah, I'm mute. Yeah, I'm mute. Yeah, I'm mute. No, let me ask you to unmute. 
All right, so we can continue on to, yeah. yeah. So, Southampton and Brighton. Um, I think I call this uh, to want a Brighton. Uh, with Mopi and I can't remember. Who, oh, I said Shea Adams. I can't remember. Anyhow. Um, Southampton had chances more so than Brighton. Um, I think Brighton got a lot of players missing from what I remember. Um, particularly at the back, I think don't not out for the rest of the year. Um, Duffy came in. Um, I, I'm not sure if Lamptey played, but from what I saw, they gave up a lot of chances to Southampton. Again, Southampton being a Jacqueline and High team. Um, they came out and played football this time. Um, the guy Bua, who's on loan from Chelsea, um, he had a good game, fantastic finish. Um, Mopia, um, but the Saints hearts at the end of the game. Um, he was fortunate because it was, um, how to put it, it was a hit and hope shot that ended up in the direction of Mopia and he deflected the ball in the bar. Um, Southampton was unlucky. I think that's his sixth goal of the season. Um, Southampton was unlucky because that goal came in the 98th minute. Yeah, that eight minutes of his time, and they scored in the 98th minute. Oh, uh, if Southampton could keep up these kind of performances, Southampton should be able to challenge for Europe. However, um, again, Jackal and Heights, you don't know which Southampton can turn up. Uh, if they can show some kind of consistency, um, especially based on the style of play that the, the manager implements, Southampton should do well. And should be able to challenge for Europe um, as it uh, pertains to Brighton. Brighton have a fantastic playing still. Brighton just needs a number nine. I know he, he scored, but there were games previously that he had numerous chances and he was That's unable to convert. Um, again, I don't know if the coach will give Locadia a chance. I mean, you can't do no worse than Mopi. Exactly. Even though he's leading goal scorer for the, the team, he's still very wasteful. So, you know, we will see how that, that works um, during the, the busy Christmas period. I think the Saints have to get the best of when they're hosting teams. And and, and just on a quick note of, of hosting, um, they've, you have to allow the third party to unmute themselves as the host. Um, Saints have to make the best of of hosting teams, so they got to do best of, of course, at, at home because on the road, Hasehuzo, I think, overthinks himself a lot and that has caused the team to be a bit confused, I think, and, and that's where they struggle to get results. But uh, I believe I call this game for... I call this game for, for Brighton. I think I call this game for Brighton, and, and I might have said that Broha uh, or Chiadas might get the goal for 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 the Saints. And, um, Broha did get the goal, um, quality strike. Um, but I guess in the end, 
the lack of quality again, such as as mentioned before, Burnley um, caused us to come away with parity for both teams. All right, so on to the <laughs> what was almost an upset because all of you predicted a, a, a easy victory. Um, two persons predicted three, and I think you predicted four. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, Liverpool is Liverpool. Um, with the exception of being sharp enough in the attack because. Um, Mania had a chance. Um, I can't remember Salah having a chance. I could be wrong, but Jota had the chance where he ran the ball to the line and then kicked the ball straight on the two defenders after beating the goalkeeper. So Liverpool had chances in the game. Um, they were unable to convert up until when the left back got injured and had to get subbed. And then Salah took advantage of the inexperience. Can't get a name pronounced of the fullback that came on. Over. Yes, and that's where the goal came from. And I must, I must give credit to to what the guy name? Uh, uh, corner taker. Quickly. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I don't understand <laughs> how how he does remain so sharp, even though he don't play week in week out. He does look like when he come on, he does look like. He was playing all season. I mean, you got to give credit. It's amazing. And you got to give coach credit too. He can't complain from the player because when the coach show you the stats, well, it just bring you on at X time and you just deliver. And when it start you, you know, so like, <laughs> he can't complain. Um, Liverpool looked pretty solid. It's just they were um, not as efficient as usual in attack, especially for a team that averaging three goals a game. I expected um, Liverpool to at least put two or three past Wolves. Wolves still having problems scoring goals. Um, they look solid, though. Yeah, yeah, for but sure. Well coached. They need, well, him and his needs some assistance. He's not going to get it from Andama. And baby son, he going off the ball. But yeah. I can give you a break because he's new to the league. So I'll judge him for next season. The funny thing with Wolves is that they have a lot of attacking midfield talent. They got <laughs> likes of Trincao and Podence and Padronetto. Padronetto's injured, I think. But but they have those players to call upon. And unfortunately, those players are players that you would really consider more along the lines of uh, chance creators rather than goal scorers. And only other goal scorer that they have, and they, I think they, they would have recruited William, who was there for a short period when Jimenez was not available, is the is the youngster that they spent, uh, I think it was like $40 million uh, for the Portuguese boy. Um, he's Obviously, he he's very inexperienced. So in January transfer, the Wolves can definitely need to have some kind of goal threat, legit goal threat um, brought into the brought into the team and, and don't be very surprised if it's if it's somebody from Port, uh, Portugal again. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. But who? That's the question. Temp, um, actually, no, boy, that's too much money. I was just thinking along the lines of tempting uh, Atletico Madrid, but Wolves are not that kind of, well, probably would not spend that kind of money uh, to try to get um, Joel Felix. 
It's true because I don't really see him getting a player at, um, exactly. at after the four. But you never know. They could point for one. Help you rediscover your form. Um, you know, get Simeone saying, I think, whoa. All right, so we're moving on to Watford and City. Um, I don't have much to say about this. Um, Watford, Watford has given a lot of chances, conceded a lot of goals, and Man City is Man City. Dominant performance. Sterling seemed to be rediscovering his form. Um, it's playing, it's playing time. Jack, Jack Grealish was wasteful at false nine. Foden at his creative best. The game could have finished like six or seven if Grealish had converted his chances because he had like three that the keeper saved. Yes. Um, despite Man City not having an alternate striker, Man City Man City at this um, point looks a stronger team. Even though I don't see any issue with Chelsea, Man City for me has leapfrogged Chelsea in terms of being a title challenger Mm. to the, the Premier League. So if Chelsea was in first, Liverpool second, Man City third, Man City now gone ahead of Chelsea for me. Fair enough. You agree, Mr. Rayleigh, if you're there with us? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. No, I don't agree, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah Tyrone, I can't hear you. Go ahead. What are your thoughts? Oh. Yeah, um, I... I, for me, uh, City City haven't got going as yet due to injuries, due to players on and off. Uh, the form, as Carlo mentioned just now, Grealish was wasteful at false nine, so we now know that he needs a lot of room to operate and that he's not that good centrally, like some people think. Um, I think Chelsea is suffering from. The injury to Kante, not so much that they've been overtaken by City, but we see how important Kante is to that system. Um, the pairing with Jorginho and Loftus Cheek, uh, the chemistry isn't there as yet. And then we're starting to see some cracks in the defense uh, with individual errors. So I, I don't quite think that City has overtaken them. Well, if Man City hasn't overtaken Chelsea because they may hit top gear yet, and Man City leading the Premier League and Chelsea leading the Premier League by a point and leading Chelsea by two, I don't want to see where Man City hit top gear. That's that's all I have to say. Yeah, they, they will probably be deadly. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think that. Because for me, Man City still conceding too many goals. Um, still conceding as... too many goals. Yeah. But there's a pause there. They're not conceding. Man City conceded one goal for the last three games. Prior to that. Okay. My city kept clean sheets in three Premier League games. Then before that, they conceded to Brighton. Go on. They didn't concede against Burnley. 
No one concedes against Burnley. Go on. And then concede two goals against Liverpool. Man City conceded the same amount of goals as Chelsea. So it's amazing, which is nine, by the way. It's amazing that Chelsea is seen as this rock-solid unit. And Man City... I did not say that. No, 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 no. I didn't say you say I'm saying uh, the general consensus is that Chelsea don't concede. Chelsea solid. However, okay, you telling me Man City does concede, still concede too much goals, but Man City concede the same one as Chelsea. All right. Uh, let, me, let me rephrase then. Yeah, I, you should. I think if money and which if money and which should concede goals, it's not good enough. Okay, fair enough. Maybe that's why I should have said. I've, I've been here actually hearing people saying that, and I know you, both of y'all mentioned um, Jack Grealish being wasteful, but I've heard, I was hearing, well, I did hear that, but to the fans um, that I took in over the course of the week, uh, given their opinion on the game, they said that he was actually very good at false nine. Um, so I guess. The, the goal scoring aspect of which he's have obviously you know all of us would know he's never really been a goal scorer. He was would be something that he need to needs to work on or sharpen up. But um, I've understood that he made fashioned a lot of chances for others and the movement and that kind of thing allowed people to, to get into get into the half spaces that Manchester City thrives on. And you know and and they were able to play a lot play a lot better with him in that position as opposed to like. Um, Kevin De Bruyne or Riyad Mahrez or even Phil Foden that they've tried in recent times. So um, if Pep persists with this, you have to see how that goes, especially now that it allows him to bring back in Sterling on the left and um, allows him to continue with Gundogan and Silva um, through the middle. And as Carlos said, Pep has been quietly building a, a Rocker Gibraltar um, type defense at City. Yes, they might concede the odd chance because of the, the, the line, the, the high line that they play. Yeah, just excuse the, me a minute, right? And the counter-attacking goal that might that, that the opposition might score because of it. But um, I, I honestly think that you can you can almost trust City as it relates to um, clean sheets or, or, or one goal conceded because they're probably going to score at the, end, any, at the other end anyhow. Hey, what do you think about that? The point of the false line is the false line drops deep, holds up the ball, brings others into play, uh, usually strong midfielders. And then you have the white players uh, making runs off the ball. I'm sure Jack Grealish did all of that. The problem yeah. is he needs to score because City has been struggling for a nine. Whether it be a traditional nine, whether it be a false nine, it'll be a nine and a half if that's what you want to call it but they lack a nine and in those killer moments they don't have a Lewandowski they don't have uh Suarez Soko Nogueira and he's retired now and they just lack that killer in the box sometimes and Jack Grealish Needed, needed, needed to score. I, I mean, obviously we can't kill him. That's not his natural rule. But simple chances, any footballer should be able, any professional footballer should be able to ball him up in there. And, and that's all we ask him. Fair enough. Fair enough. I could, I guess, I could agree with that. 
All right, so before we move on, right, I just want to um, mention something that Adi had um, highlighted to me. He highlighted um, Liverpool always play with a false name prior to Jota coming in. I never once you hear, or not as much as with Man City, Liverpool needs a number nine. But you always hear mm-hmm. that with Man City. Always, always, mm-hmm. always. Yeah, but that's all I wanted to see. Um, but there's, there's a reason for that because Liverpool's white players mm-hmm. contribute about of the goals, score a lot of goals. So that so does yeah, Raheem Sterling and so City white players Maris. don't. Mm, yes, Carlo, but not to the same level, of course. No, no, not to the same he level can, that Salah but, would. Can, but but just no. remember, right? Just remember, if Salah uh-huh. scores, let me say Salah scores twenty five goals in the league. At least seven or eight of those will be penalties. And Mane will get like, well, he had a bad year last year with 11. Um, but Mane gets, on average, let me say Mane gets 15 goals on average. Sterling had like three seasons where he got 18, 20, 19. And he's not on penalties. I am pretty sure if Mares is played more consistently, he can match those numbers as well. But I mean, it's all down to pet. He's successful. Man City just challenge and win, so you know who's me to question Man City. True that. Um, on to Tyrone, you 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 spoke on the city Watford. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I did, I did, okay. I did. Um, already given my views on that. All right. Um, on to to Leeds and Brentford. Brentford. Brentford fall off. Um, the stats suggest that. Um. Brentford was one of the best defensive teams earlier in the Premier League. Um, I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's the truth. I don't, I don't know. Because it's not like they lose players to injury or anything. They just fall off. Uh, Brentford has conceded a lot of goals these days. Well, you know, Leeds is Leeds. Um, Leeds went up. Brentford come and took the lead. And Lee stole a point late in the game with the reintroduction of Bamford, who injured him, himself in the celebration and now out again. <laughs> um, Lee has 16 points. Yeah, you're kidding me, right? you got to be kidding me. No, I didn't. <laughs> wait, wait, don't wait, even do wait that. A minute. Wait, a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> be, before you go on, um, mm-hmm. So you was mentioning, uh, I just get disconnected. I just want to get this piece of paper. Um, you was mentioning that if Marriage plays more, that he could come. Yeah, I think you might have lost Adi. That was your point. I, I, I didn't hear you drop out for a bit. I think he basically tried to figure out if. My, my, if Maris's contribution goes up, if it would be similar if to Liverpool, play, if he play more, yeah. that's, like, that's, that's so. what you was mean. Yeah, you if Maris consistently, because Maris would, I mean, I guessing the stats can probably be similar, but I guessing let me see if Maris get like eight goals a season. Maris don't play every week, like you would see right, Maris for a run of games. Five games, and then you won't see Mares until game week 14. And you'll be like, you know, what's going on? 
So I believe if Sterling continue to be Sterling and contribute 15 goals, Mares is playing consistently and does the same, then I don't think there will be that much discussion around City not playing with a true number nine because Gunnagan does contribute, <coughs> Kevin O'Brien does contribute, and look, now we have Bernardo Silva, a man that wanted it in the summer. You know, he contributing as well. So they got goals in the team. But All right, so you, 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 got, you got some problems there because mm-hmm. Salah, his movement off the ball is to cut inside and receive the ball. Uh-huh. Or he would drop deep and see a corner defender from deep. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mares and whoever plays on the left the city, mm-hmm. whether it be Sterling, whether it be Grealish, they're at a huggy line. So although they're although they line up the same way, they, they have different roles. So they play further away from goal. So that I understand. Goal, but... No, 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 no. Sterling play further away from the goal, and Sterling still managed to score 18 Premier League goals. Okay, Sterling 18. playing further away from the goal ain't got nothing to do with he arriving in the box. Everybody knew Sterling as the tapping boss. 18 Premier League. 30. 18 Eight. is not 30. But Salah don't score. T- he scored 30 goals once. <laughs> but that's what you want. That, that's what you're telling me that that with, with consistent play, he, he'll be able to match our number, right? Not the 30, but Salah don't score 30 Premier League goals every season. Oh, we, we established that. Right. But that, that's the peak number that you want. Yeah, you no, 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 no. Oh, so you're not like, you're not putting a number on it. I will put a number on it. I believe probably want around. If, you want if, probably, if, like, I could probably give fifteen, 15 to twenty Premier goals. League goals. Yes, if Mares is playing consistently, and even though he helps the touchline, every single game Mares does get plenty shots, and he scores seventeen at Leicester, and he was not on penalties. He playing consistently. But the problem with City is, but in a problem called us win, is that you know you can't tell who can start. One week Gunnigan can start, Bernardo will start, Mares you can see for five weeks, but you see Sterling uh, did the first and he get this treatment since he was at Man City, and I had speculation about he wanting to leave, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that like, you don't know who can play, but I believe they have enough quality that anytime Sterling and Mares play consistently. They will get 15 goals in this Premier League because both players are that good. And Sterling has done it before. I don't, I don't, doubt, their ability, I don't doubt their ability. I just, I just know that what, what they're asked to do is completely different from what Salah and Mane are asked to do. Correct. And I understand that. But even though the instructions are different, you know, we saw before that Sterling does get his numbers up there wants play consistently because they play with the same faults now. I, I, Sterling and Mares don't run beyond the faults now, like Salah and Mania would. But the way how Man City play and they create chances, they just create for the tapping. And Sterling does be there. Mares, on the other hand, now, he just always come in and show his skill and, and get a shot. I believe he could contribute 15 goals as well. But he needs to be played consistently. Fair. All right, fair enough. Um, right. Yes, Bamford got injured in the celebration this year. So now he, Calvin Phillips, and somebody else. Oh, I don't know what happened to Brentford. 
And yeah, I I expect Watford to beat them tomorrow as well. Um, you could go ahead, Tyron. Leeds, Brentford. Um, it looked to me like Leeds had a clear idea as to how they wanted to play Brentford, especially when you see the, the first goal and how um, Rafinha crossed in the ball. Both of them were low, low crosses below like any hip area. Um, so I don't know if they're if Bielsa, like he's very a very detail oriented coach, identified that they have trouble with um, mid level crosses coming into the box from deep man because Rafinha did it twice. He didn't say, "All right, let me this time let me loop it for the back post." He did the same thing twice on it, and and they got a goal from it. And obviously, Leeds being Leeds, they are going to give up chances just simply because of how they play, and. Brentford obviously benefited from that. Um, Sergio Carlos, who I'm very impressed by. I, I, to me, he looks, has the look of a winger more than a wing back. But he's facilitated into the team as a result of, of you know, being a wide player. They can just put him as a, as a, as a wing back. Um, I'm also very impressed by the coach as well. They're kind of plateauing now performance-wise. I know that the, the fresh and enterprising team coming up from the championship. You always get one of them. Leeds was there last season. And and they're kind of plateauing now, but they're still not a force that you could that you could really say could be written off. Um what they what they will probably need to do is have some kind of a different offering up front to Emblemo and Tony. And that could give them a bit of a, a bit more of a goal threat directly or even creatively because Tony find there's a lot of create there's a lot of creation too but they are not as proficient in front of goal as, as they should be Leeds of course <laughs> as you would have mentioned as it relates to Patrick Bamford I was just saying um you know Ailing is back in the team now and Bamford is back in the team now and they combine for the, 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 the equalizing goal but now you're telling me Bamford is injured as a result of celebrating so they also have some work to do in January but it was a good game to watch but the the, the shortfalls of both teams obviously were, were very easily highlighted as well Tezio? Brentford just giving me <laughs> Sheffield vibes. Um, let's hope that the coach does not turn into uh, Chris Wilder, become arrogant and shoot a team on the bus. Um, I, I don't really have much to say about them. They still try to do what they've been doing before. Uh, I guess teams are not allowing them as much space as they did previously. So I guess teams pretty much figure them out for right now. Um, they need a creator. Tyrone was eluding the creation, yeah. creativity in the team, but maybe if they can get, I don't know, Ramsey from Juventus, some somebody <laughs> to come in and help. I like, clever, very clever. But I don't, I don't think, I don't think that they'll go down. <sighs> um, but if if they want to continue. In the Premier League and collect that money, they need they need some creativity because Tony is being starved. Uh, the white players aren't being like I said, the white players aren't getting forward and they're not looking in as many crosses as before. 
And that's, that's pretty much all I got to say about them. But I get a lot of Sheffield vibes from them. Uh, in terms of Leeds, I think Bielsa is getting fed up with his team. Um, injuries, constant rotation. And we know that Bielsa demands a lot from his players. His players must be fit. Uh, it's plenty pressing, plenty running. And he just doesn't have the quality that he would like. And then his better players are constantly in the media uh, to be transferred to other teams or leaving the club on freeze, on free transfer. So I, I just think that he fed it at this moment and he's just going through the emotions. Hopefully he can rejuvenate the team uh, um, in January. If I can make a recommendation, they need a right back, they need a left back, and they need <laughs> they need another goal scorer. Uh, I thought one one more thing quickly. I thought Dallas. I thought Dallas was like like that guy, um, you know, a guy who isn't from a popular nation. But just just got that ex father, but he seemed to fall off the boil too. And I guess, I guess that's another letdown. Um, most of the dependable players that he would have had last, uh, they also would have had last season, just just ain't doing it anymore. All right. So in Leeds defense, because I like to watch Leeds, but I not being biased here. Um, Bonfer was injured a lot. I think his name is Click. Yeah, he, um, he was injured a lot as well. Um, Dallas, he's no longer playing central midfield every week. He does play a lot of positions due to injuries. I think he lined up at a number 10 in the last game or the game prior to the Brentford game. So you're playing left back, right back, number 10, center midfield. You know, you can't find a consistency. Um, I honestly think that both for poor and Rodrigo let down Bielsa big time. Two of them horrible. <laughs> it's an understatement. With, it's like, an understatement with for poor. I, like, I cannot believe he was this bad. Like he two of them horrible. Um, but yeah, to be fair, it leaves a lot of injuries, man. Like Banford no combat, so you gotta be playing with. Rodrigo at top, who was awful. Uh, I like the guy Roberts. He scored last game, but whenever he come on, he's like impressive. Um, think, think form fall off a clip. Look, I don't know what to say that he, Jack Harrison. Jack Harrison, Jack Harrison has given me a headache. I can't believe a man that whole was saying, you know, this man can actually fit in city team. He could play like anyone if our positions false, nine left, far right, far right. This man does play so much garbage. Like, I can't believe that they sampler as last season. Yeah, and then a lot of dependable players. That Dan James does only bring energy. He should be a defensive midfielder. Does it? Like he he he, he he's either a defensive midfielder. Yeah, does it because he he's got a lot of energy. He's run. <laughs> does it? He can't cross. He can't shoot. Like the man decision making. He looked like somebody Whoa. with a lot of pace. That uh-huh. he looked like somebody with a lot, lot of pace that some boys see on a pastor, and they say, "You, this man could be good." 
David he Duncan. got a good attribute, you know. But then when you see he play, you'll be like, this man is not at Premier League level. Like, he does hurt my head. And I just make it my business to watch Leeds and Newcastle every week. Dan, I don't know what wrong with Dan James. Like, he dropped a level. Because obviously, you could clearly see that he entered the level of Manchester. But he entered the level of Leeds neither. He and for a poor and Rodrigo could hold hands. So like that's it. That's I mean, it. The, the signings, the signings, <laughs> the signings let down the manager big time. Big, big, big time. At I, I was being sarcastic, but oh, okay. Because of the amount of running, he does. Then that's the only place that I could see he playing because he, just, he don't do he nothing just, else. Maybe he just wants to rest. He get a lot of rest at Manchester. That's <laughs> what rest that he mean. He doesn't. He should go back to Manchester. This, he this, should, this, he, no, no. When he should rest, go. I mean the bench. Just oh. sit on the bench. And then nah, I think he need to drop a level. He need to drop a level. <laughs> uh, on to the team that he was talking about. Just no Manchester. Um, four two two two. The both wing backs that I always call for. Um, I think Matic start. I think Matic start. Matic start? No, yeah, Matic start or Prada McTominay? I think Matic play center No, that was in the UCL game. Oh, the game. Okay. Palace and United. United impressed me. Um, the formation, um, I as I mentioned earlier, change. I was saying that there's a new manager bounce, but I mean, it could be. But I see a start saying that Manchester won the ball in the opposition half X amount of times in the game. I think nine times, 19 times. And they didn't do that since starts. Ferguson was coach. So, I mean, that could be a result of the manager's style. Or it could be that people are trying to impress uh, the manager. But seeing that they had so much managers, and this is the first time them did that since Sir Alex. Then again, lean towards this is the manager implementing. He still, even though he had 24 hours, more so than a new manager bounce. Manchester looked different. Um, the energy different. Uh, Manchester impressed me. People uh, were saying that because they can run more and press higher that they can concede more goals. But uh, Manchester keep a clean sheet. Um, the imp- the performance really impressed me. That's the truth. And I'm looking forward to um, the game against Norwich over the, the weekend. I had predicted a Manchester win just because of a change in management. Um. Yeah, that that's basically it for Manchester Palace. Palace weren't their usual self. I think that that was because of two things: Manchester uh, pressing high and having lost energy, and being that MacArthur is out with injury, Gallagher has to play deeper, and then the guy slap. I think hopefully I butcher his name. He, he, he's basically played behind the striker and he's played left back, left wing, left forward or right forward. Now he in center midfield. 
So I think that kind of offset the chemistry because yeah. he's not as good as Gallagher, especially making their runs and being creative. So Gallagher reduced suggests, you know, being creative from set pieces. But I'm impressed with Manchester so far. Um, I was impressed with the energy, for sure. The energy that they showed was was good. Organizationally, I wasn't really impressed, but but I can't kill them for that because you're not going to get that with one training session or even with two. So I I would say the energy level, which obviously people might put down to your manager bounce or as what people might want to call it. Um, I would say that goes back. And I think if the system suits the team as they have it now, well, you could play both Fred and you could play both McTominay and then you play Sancho and Fernandez, and they have the, the, the choice of going out wide, wide or coming in, which both players can do effectively. And then you still can play two strikers, somebody can, that can do the running for Ronaldo, as it were, like Rashford or Wars. Whether I want them type of guys and get around. So structurally, it works, and the energy level was really, really good. I expect, as Carlo would have uh, said, that Dalo and Tellez will quite probably get a lot of play uh, in this team because the wing backs that traditionally play at Manchester United are not going to provide the level of width and dynamism going down the sides as, as I believe the coach that the coach will want. Especially efficiency of getting the ball into the box. You may get out from the short side, but he can give you the same level of um, enthusiasm and attacking intent as Tellez. Whilst Mr. Wan Basaka can, can defend well, he definitely ain't going to give you anything technically and going forward as well. Uh, some people, even I think my friend said, Taz said he needs to be converted into a right center back. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. So I believe in. To seven games, you might probably see a better Manchester United, and then after ten games, you could probably get a better inkling of what to expect from them. But the energy level, I was definitely impressed with um, from them. Uh, Palace was desperately unlucky. A moment of of lacking of a moment of lacking of quality. A moment lacking of quality. Sorry, uh, from was it AU? On the set piece, at the back post, I think it was him. Uh, I think yes, and then Manchester went out the field and scored. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, desperately unlucky for for Vieira there. And yeah, um, if Palace, who, who who I'm really impressed by, and people try to give excuses to other coaches about Palace swapped out something like 15 players, and the coach managed to get his philosophy and structure in place already, and the team is functioning as. As he wants it, if he then works with his their technical director or scouting staff and brings in some good names again in January, I expect Palace to do very well going forward as well. Okay, Tezio. Um, I I can reserve my judgment for Manchester United. I am still not impressed. <laughs> um, we're talking about energy and effort, and that's the bare minimum that you expect from Manchester United. But we are where we are in terms of quality of players. And so I, I can just reserve my judgment for them. For me, I think Vera's done a very good job at Palace. 
I would love to see Ozone Edward playing a lot more. Jordan Ayu, I, I think he can pack it up right now. There's no excuse for missing that chance there. And maybe Ben Teke needs a rest as well. He, he can relax with the Gatorade and the pips and stuff. Like, like any of these other small clubs, they need somebody to create. As you know, they, they don't create enough to, to come back from a miss like what Jordan, uh, Jordan Ayu missed. And I mean, I mean that's, it, it's not much more Vera could do there. He's playing against Man United. And the fact that the gear has uh, found his form again, it's going to be difficult to score against him. There wasn't much in the game. But again, I can reserve my judgment to my United. All right. So on to Spurs on Norwich. Um, I have predicted. Spurs <laughs> victory. Uh, I think Adi was saying he expected this. I was like, no, definitely um, Spurs victory here. Spurs won the game three 0 Fantastic goal by Mora. It's Mora for sure, for sure. Um, I mean, the coach gonna love him because the coach like um, runners. Um, son was son can be unlucky, and Spurs were just dominant. Great performance by Skip. And Spurs continue to do what people can see that all the only play um, small teams, but they've got some teams that don't put together, who they're supposed to put together. And it's caused them to, to um, you know, not finish in the positions that, you know, they aspire to finish in at the beginning of the season because of those results. Fair, um, fair. So I impressed with Spurs. Spurs putting away the teams that they should put away. Ken getting a lot of chances, not putting the ball in the net. I expect that to change soon. Because I any day, sorry, Ken. Norwich, on the other hand, Norwich got to take them chances. Um Pookie had a chance, he got to put that in the bar. You can you can't be definitely you can't you can't be gaining chances against this kind of opposition because goals has changed game. Goals does bring confidence and goals does lick the steam of the teams. So you when you presented a chance like, like he was presented against Spurs, you gotta put the ball in the bar. He didn't. Norwich uh, lose the game 3 0. On them, uh, D Smith, Norwich seemed to have the defensive side sort out somewhat. I mean, it's a drastic improvement. Or what it was before, I could tell you that. Um, if I am correct, they are also battling relegation. Yes, they have 10 points along with Newcastle and Burnley. Yeah. Um, the relegation battle gave me just as exciting as the, the title, the title race. <laughs> uh, but, but that's all I have to say on that game. Pretty oh, impressed yeah. with. Spurs. I, I won't jump in here before you tell you wrong because I, I can get another. Go right ahead. Go right ahead, buddy. Go right ahead. I, I don't want it to end on the bottom. Um, so let me start in the fantasy room. <laughs> I took a point and I decided to triple Captain King against Norwich because I know Norwich is atrocious. I come and stop. King is playing what he formed against Norwich. It's going to be an easy, easy game for them. 
I can't get fame for him. I think it was you, Tyrone, that mentioned that Harry Kane is not interested. I, I didn't quite agree then. Okay. But emotions aside, I agree, you know. <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Harry Kane is not even trying. Harry Kane is not making any runs off the ball. He, he's not dropping deep for the... I, I don't know if it's the instruction from Conte. I've never seen it before. But Harry Kane is just walking around the park. Outside of that, Spurs are absolutely atrocious on defense. So we saw Tanganga, and um, he came in for Emerson Royal, I think. Um, all he did was bring more aggression. Mm, yeah. Very rush player. Very rush player. Still out of position. Still late to the ball. Daya was equally worse. I mean, we, we normally criticize Yoris for letting in goals, but he he was up to the task. As I just mentioned, Carlo Puki has to score there, and it wasn't even only him. Um, there was a young player, I can't remember his name. He got a chance as well. He's, he's scoring the ball wide. And, and there were things that Norwich were able to carry them up and, and it just it just get off the hook. I mean, Conte has to be livid. Aside from Lucas's performance, aside from Son's goal, Sanchez really finishing the box after, after the uh, not long. I mean, like, Spurs are really bad. You said you were impressed with Skip. I'm not a fan of Skip. Skip is going to give him enough energy. He can slight tackle and win a couple. Maybe he's a crowd favorite at that point. But in terms of possession, he is he's just giving the ball. I I I'm an advocate for Harry Winks. I don't know where he can get a player. But Yeah, I actually thought he would get some play on the on the Conte duty three man midfield. He really, really thought so. But I guess Conte is going for more security than anything else. He can't he can't know. he can't play he, he he better with the ball than skip, but F FA coaching Spurs. I mean, I play in skip before. Um, okay, for security too, I understand. Yeah, I play in skip because, because look, especially with the system you play, you only got two central midfielders. So you Oh, yes. Me. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Right. I, yeah, I was studying three midfielders. They must play with two. Yes, it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's, so true he, it's true. He's playing he, he he three, three and not three, four, three. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Good grief. Skip, skip is giving me the ball every opportunity you get. I mean, I, in terms of high can. Harry Kane, um, I do, I, I can't agree with not interested because he numbers ridiculous. I mean, some conversion rate, you know, son and son, but Harry Kane numbers up there. Harry Kane for the last two games that I saw was unlucky. That I mean, you can't keep getting unlucky. That if not, you know, years are you? And Harry Kane is not are you? But Kane is not okay. There was a moment in that game when I, I won't call it an argument, but he and Sun had like a disagreement on if he should have come for the ball or if he should have met. Him. And Sun was just telling him, but you never move. And he did, he absolutely did not. He just stood there and he was easy for defending the mark. I, I, I don't know what Harry Kane's thinking. I don't know if he's still at my city. I don't know if he had any. Is he still there? <laughs> <laughs> I can't cry for it, boy, but Ken is a choice at this point. And it is infuriating. Um for for Norwich, again, they gotta finish the chances. Um I expect much better from Pookie. Uh is Reg- 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 on is to start. 
Yeah, yeah regular on start, but he got injured. Yeah, he he by no I <laughs> I don't know if the, I don't know if his I don't know if there's a situation where he finds himself lost in attack, but whenever he gets in the attack, he absolutely does not know what to do with the ball. I had a chance that he had to shoot, and he was he was trying his best to pass the ball, but there was no pass, and then he was forced to shoot, and the shot was absolutely terrible. All right, I, so I two, things I, 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 two things I there. Two things there. I don't know again. Mm-hmm. There's a new position for him because that's a midfield position. That's actually left midfield one. He ain't a customer that. And two, I hear he in particular complaining about the amount of effort that they have to exert during the games. Them in a custom to he did an interview. I think there's a game <laughs> where he scored. And all through the interview, not even me that ain't as fit as he. I ever Call myself breathing like that. All through the interview, he was breathing hard. He had to ask the um the person doing the interview. He had to tell them sorry, but he real tired. All through the interview, the man was blowing. This is kid. All through, well, no, uh, this is oh, regular. Yo, regular. Oh, regular. So, so okay, have yeah. A, yeah, so yeah, have yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, yeah. he can yeah, play himself sure. with the get it with the get it because Correct. every player that has done an interview and talk about fitness when it comes to Conte. They yeah, have complaints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you get a chance to watch, if you get a chance you get to watch, thrive. you can thrive though. The all or nothing Juventus. Pirlo, Pirlo said he do, he doesn't care how much the players complain because if if they're trained with Conte, they'll be crying. And many many players echo that sentiment. Yep. Uh, as long as you play for Conte, you got the effort gonna be it gonna be high. And from reports, Bielsa. Even more than what Conte is asking for. Right, right, you might might be he might find himself at Granada or something in that stuff. If he if he don't if he doesn't want to to exert that amount of energy or effort. I don't know if he don't want to. No, I just basically repeating we said in the interview. Then he got money matching that game. I didn't see the interview. So I'm asking, is the situation he was just stating that he was tired? Or, is, yeah. or was he complaining? Okay. No, no, he, I, was, I he, thought... was he was standing, he was standing, he was there. And he was he was basically explaining that the manager does expect a lot from them. So he was asking for excuse because okay. he was really I thought it was, I thought the situation he was complaining. No, no. So he might be at Mallorca shortly. <laughs> All right. All right, no problem. Um Tyrone, you you give your um Spurs, um the opposition is Norwich, even though Norwich is doing a lot better in recent times. Um, the first goal by Mora is not nothing that the Smith or the defenders could do anything about that. That is a worldly, really and truly. And then, uh, really then <laughs> not to you, Taz. All right, that was a so clean was a, hit. Me, it was a brilliant goal, but as a manager, I'd be fuming. Uh-huh. As a goalkeeper, I'd oh, you mean for the closing, don't and that kind of thing. He Fair was surrounded by five I'm talking about the hate. I ain't talking about the defending. I'm talking about the hate. But of course, yes, they'll wash it down. But geez. And then obviously then they take the other two goals. That was a Sanchez score from a set piece. And then and then obviously son is son. Um but 
Tottenham is beginning to look better than they than they did previously. Obviously, that's to be expected. Regulon, complaints as far as Ludinter, Ludinter will come, but I actually do expect him to thrive on the Conte, and so much so I actually went and put him in. Unfortunately for me, in my FPL team, he got he got hurt. I got he had a card before they do. So ended up on zero, but. I expect him to throw him on the counter, given his characteristics as a footballer, because um, he's very enterprising, but he's still, maybe not equally as sure, but still sure defensively to a certain extent, and he will get better on the counter, but he has the characteristics to do very, very well. So I expect that once he gets his fitness levels up, that you're going to get a lot of assists coming in from the left-hand side. I would like to see a key in, but probably for Son and whoever else is playing up front, hopefully, Hopefully, Harry Kane gets a clue because I saw him try a chip, and that kind of tells me that maybe he trying to get a little bit more on side because a, a frustrated and a, a frustrated player who wouldn't really want to be there with just choose that to go a bar, but he tried something that was a little bit more enterprising, a little bit more adventurous. So that might be some kind of indication that he's a bit more interested now. And hopefully, we see. I was expecting it against Norwich. Truthfully, I think I had said so in the preview. Preview. I think that he would have been Irish again as a launch pad, but maybe in the next game they're not playing this weekend. But hopefully in the next game, um, you see something from from Kian and he then has his his season start. All right. Okay. Um, Aston Villa, Leicester. Um, Leicester has been atrocious in defense this season. Leicester. Only kept one clean sheet. That was the first game of the season. So once Leicester's playing, always expect goals. Um, Jimmy Vardy, he had a chance. He had a, it was this game or the last game? Um, no, that was against Southampton. He didn't start the game. Um, Daka played. Um, Leicester just doing look. I don't know if it's a confidence problem because... Personnel ain't really changed in the defense. Um, you still got Johnny Evans and Soyonku, even though they assigned the guy from Southampton. You still got Johnny Evans, Soyonku, Castani, um, the left back. What's his name? I can't remember the left back name now, but he he would he played he he was playing well. Um Madison seemed to find some kind of form now. After being pecked by Rogers, I just think they need to find some form of consistency and to shrug the defense. Because Leicester still play decent, in my opinion. But I can't say unlucky if they concede a lot of goals, which means they got to fix something. Um, and Didi needs to keep his passes five yards and to let go the ball. Um, as soon as he get under control, um, <laughs> fantastic defensively, but he he is not ready for a big club because big clubs can got the ball, and he 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 can't he can't handle the ball. He can't handle the ball at all. Um, I can't really think of much besides Leicester need to find a way to get some results, even if they sacrifice the playing stuff. 
because right now I think Leicester has like 16 points, or which is the same as Leeds United, who people destroy, you know. Um, as it for Aston Villa, Aston Villa seemed to be solid on the Gerard. They lost the last game, but I think that was to Man City. You know, it's Man City, so you can't really judge them there. But in the four games he managed, he has two clean sheets and three wins. And Aston Villa do have Danny Ings. But Ollie Watkins, a lot of energy, a lot of movement. Um, he can get a chance here and there, regardless of who he's playing. John again, he seemed to be reborn on the yep. Gerard. And I I think Gerard need a center back ASAP. I saw a goal that man that Aston Villa conceded. And I think um uh, Minks had enough. <laughs> I knew this when you was eluded. I think I think, I think Minks had <laughs> of enough. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> I, I think Minks had enough. I see Aston Villa conceded uh-huh. a goal because of he. I was like this man, I I I I honestly don't know. Uh, cash is cash, target, target. Cash but cash the most the most impressive person so far is John McGinn in that ability. I think Villa can be all right, especially with um if Gerard get some cash to make some signings. I could see Villa finishing in the finishing in the top half of the table. But Leicester in trouble. Leicester in trouble. Yeah, I I I I agree. I agree for the most part. Um uh, everything that you said. Um the the one thing that I want to bring up though is that, that call against um Jacob Ramsey, man, horrible by the referees. I I I don't know. But when something like that happens, you find a team will do one of two things. Uh, it's either wilt and, and 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 get frustrated and foul a lot and somebody ends up getting sent off because they're frustrated with the referee and the calls being made and they feel um, hard done by. Or it puts a fire in the belly of the of the team and they come out and they look for the win um, and to make sure that, that no matter what the referee does against them, they're going to come out on top. Uh, with Steven Gerrard, being the coach, I I I would expect the latter to be the, the, the mindset um from the team because most most teams, if not all of them, reflect the the manager as a you know as an overarching perspective to respect res, reflect the manager's personality and how the manager might have might look at footballer if they were a footballer in recent times um would have looked at the game. So the resurgence of John McGinn as Carlo would have spoken about uh, it's something that you would that you would find would happen, and then the midfield players wanting to get on the ball, wanting to show what they can do to impress one of the, uh, f- frank, quite frankly, one of the best midfielders that, that, that ever played the game. So you you would get that with like the, the, the likes of Ramsey and again, and even uh, Douglas Luiz and, uh, and and those guys. Um, Ollie Watkins up front uh, needs a bit of he, he's getting he's there, but he needs a bit more. Sharpening up, this is just a tight, a tad more sharpening up, and he would probably get a lot more goals. He has the, all the movement, all the dynamism. Um, he could beat his man um, for skill or for speed, but that 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 little bit more sharpness, that little bit more close control, and 
and he'll be a better player overall. But I expect that, as you would have said to him before, Carlo, um, given this final results and how the team is looking, that they will definitely back any any ideas that Gerard have has in the in the market to come. As the city, on the other hand, uh, I've been I've been very impressed with the um, quiet resurgence of James Madison. He's been he's gotten better, uh, obviously with playing time, but the team holistically is not playing very well. The back post goal that they conceded, um, the goal over which, um Soyonku uh, on the set piece. Oh my God, I, he was in tot- He was one of the main centre backs at the at the club. Are you in no man's land on a set piece at the back post? You did not even know where the person scored the ball from. It's 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 horrible, man. It's really really horrible, and I expect that um, with experience that Rogers can get something done about the um, about the back line in January. Has? Well, maybe Rogers should take the job at Man United. <laughs> uh, this team, that's the team, they're bad. They're really bad. And the, I just don't want to be just repeating everything that you guys said. Um, but the injury to Wesley Fofana, I I cannot believe that that's, that injury is solely the reason why they're this bad. Uh, you mentioned NDD giving away the ball. I find that a lot of midfielders in the prime just give away the ball. Not just NDD, not just Skip. Uh, might have been doing it. Somebody has been doing it. I, I, I don't know, again, on the Premier League. Maybe it's not as good as we think it is. Um, Leicester has, like, Leicester even lost that, that style and panache that they had. Like seeing them in that FA Cup game against um, Man City, they're not even seeing anything close to that at the moment, or what they were playing last season. Uh, it, it's, it's, just, it, it's not much to say about them other than they're bad. They're really bad, and is the manager's job to fix it, or he can find himself. He will find himself done by NAS come January or May. Um, Villa, I got a lot of time for Gerard. A lot, a lot of time for Gerard. I was very impressed with his Rangers side. Even though they got some lashes in Europe, I, I was quite impressed with them. I can't say that they've improved drastically. Their results have improved drastically. And I don't know what is Carlos beef with Mings, but I like Tyrone Mings. Uh, you would. You would. We can give, give, give Tyrone time. <laughs> you give Tyrone Mings at least two more years before we decide if he's absolute trash, if he's good, or or if he's just an average player. But I, I can't, I can't roll Tyrone Mings at this point when they're. Other centre backs in the league that cost millions more than than him and are worse than him. I can't kill Tyrone Romney. That does it for me on that. Okay, um, Tyrone Romney, <laughs> brother. 
Man, you hear he do? You know, it's not tell he ain't shorty, right? You you cannot tell me Tyrone Mings is not bad, Carlo. Tyrone Mings, in my opinion, is not an <laughs> international footballer. That is my issue with Tyrone Mings. Tyrone okay, Mings but... should not be in the England squad before Tamori, not even okay. his central defensive partner concert. But that's but just moment, how, how it goes. At the moment, we we discussing Aston Villa. We're not discussing England. We disc. I am explaining to you my issue with Mings. I don't think he's enough quality to be an international footballer as he makes numerous mistakes or because he mm. makes numerous mistakes playing for but his you club. Just, you, just say, you just say that he had enough. Meaning that he, should, that he ain't get enough at Villa neither. No, if you want to go forward, uh, this is something that Tyrone could tell you that I see all the time. If you want to go forward as a club, mm-hmm. you have to leave players like Tyrone Mings behind. I do not see Conser making any kind of errors because he does make high-profile high errors that you could say, well, yeah, that's an error from Tyrone Mings that led to a goal. You don't see that with Conser? And he, he's the England international. I expect he, as an England international, a man that went to a final uh, of an of a international tournament, et cetera, et cetera, he should be leading the way. He, the concert should be making those errors and concert learning from him. Not the other way around, but I you know I probably just got issue with um Tyramis. I actually I actually <laughs> Mings is a player that I I had positive vibes or positive feelings about previously, but it's quite probably because he's more he's a he's a more he's a traditional English centre back, very rough and tumble, and he's ready for the scrap in that sense. But as football has developed a lot, in the, especially in the last three years, with uh, defenders need to be so much better, so much better on the ball, and so much better technically, then it's exposing a lot of players to. I think he's caught in that. That he's caught in that. If football was was a simpler game, or his team played simpler football, he would not necessarily be as exposed. But any football player who ha- who is higher on the technical side, like as we concert, for example, can come through shining, and then I'm, I'm players like Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Mings is going to be exposed. It's kind of similar to the circumstance at Brighton with Ben White and Lewis Dunk, but they dovetailed a lot better than concert and means. I think it's, I think it's kind of that's what is happening. All right, you want me to to um, put everything you you sit in a nutshell? Tyrone Mings is not good enough for this level of football. Anytime that you ain't technical enough and you let the rough and tumble, you should be playing in the league championship. Anyhow, let me move on to the Everton and Arsenal game. I am surprised that Arsenal lose this game. Um, Everton was on a horrible run of form. They don't have their talisman, uh, so which means they don't score lots of goals. But Richardson managed to get a hat trick in this game, even though two was um, offside and ruled out. Managed to score a hat trick in this game. Arsenal usually solid. I would give them a break because 
I see this same Everton performance at Liverpool. It's just that Liverpool more efficient in the attack than Arsenal. But I see the same level of energy. Um, Arsenal, to me, was better than the previous game. Um, Arsenal need to find another way of attacking because I find that they just favor the left side with tyranny. And Arsenal was in control and comfortable up until he got sub. Obviously, he can't play 90 minutes because he no come back from injury. Um, from the time he gets up and they bring on Tavares, Everton took over the game. Um, I, I can't remember Tavares receiving a ball in Arsenal's attacking third. From the time he come on, he the pin back defending. Met one or two mistakes, but as expected, because, you know, that's he. He young. Um, he full of confidence. That's why he believes he has met these mistakes. Um, but senior players got to step up for Arsenal. Players like Thomas Partey, who has a lot of experience. Um, Xhaka. These men got to lead the team. Because as much as people just talk, Ramsdale, Gabriel, Ben White. Um, but Tommy also new to the league. He did the solid. Um, Saka, as much as people just keep noise for Saka, Saka is a is a young player, an experienced player. There's a Lacazette and then they go step up and lead the team. I am I was surprised that Arsenal lost this game. Everton show a fight. Um, the lose Mina early. I thought that would work in Arsenal's favor. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't. Um, again, I shot at the performance. It, it was a great goal, but by who I just say all the time that he he just remind me of Cristiano Ronaldo. The way how he just move and shoot the ball, and uh, he ain't interested in crossing. He just one fashion. Very much so. He sell for a shot. He just want the shot, right? Um, he is he he's the only player for the Everton team that impressed me. Um, well, throughout the ninety, Gomez come at me. Then Gomez came on. Gomez took over the midfield. Thomas Partey and Jaka Canada happen, right? Um, but I shot at his performance because Everton ain't been a game in like nine. And, you know, the fans was getting on Rafa. So I kind of shocked that Arsenal lose this game. And then the man that was dropped rightfully so, come on, miss a chance. And Ketia, come on, miss a chance from three hours out. So I think it's time for Arsenal to, to invest in a new forward, somebody to get him. 20 to 25 goals because Aubameyang clearly passed the best and Katie ain't good enough and to depend on Smith Rose Saka and Martinelli is really, really, really bad and that would be harsh on them because of their age and them being inexperienced. That's my take on that. Hopefully Arsenal can change their fortunes against um, Southampton at the weekend. Tyrone, I know you won't go ahead because you're the Arsenal. Um, 
Yeah, so as Carol just said, I'm an Arsenal man. So just let me preface it by saying that for anyone that didn't listen before, there's a lot to break down in this game. And he's, Carol said he was shocked. And I think that's the right word because the performance itself was shocking. I, I don't believe we ever had any real control over the game um, and dominance. That's the truth. Um, it's like, it's Christmas time when Arsenal came to give presents to the team that was suffering because really and truly when you come out on our pass, you should be coming out on the pass to, to exercise and exert your dominance over a team that is, yes, both of you um, might not have the highest confidence, but this team is, is dual drums. Dual drums. They may have had a win in, uh, in seven games before. You should be coming out there. You should be up a goal in 10 minutes and uh, showing them, you know, what your intent is for the game. It fails me to some of the decisions that the coach, they coach makes. We don't want to make it about coach, but it fails me some of the decisions that the coach makes. For example, I understand Garnet Jacques' importance to the style of football the coach wants to play, but a player cannot just walk straight back into the team after two months of no football. That is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you can say you can't do no better, but at the end of the day, you had you had a player that had a uh, a manly match performance against one team, and then in city games, and then in city field since, um, and then you got you making decisions like the one of uh, the Kennedy first sub even before Bamiyang, and, uh, and your record signing on the bench. So now you may not like the record signing, you may not want, you may not do what you want in, in in training, but at the end of the day, you need a goal. You are down to a team as like, you need to score a goal. You. What is the likelihood of Pepe scoring versus Eddie and Kenny? I mean, come on. So, like, you, there's so much to bear. I don't even want to go on too long about it. That's the truth. But Arsenal, for me, never had any real control of the game. I 100% um, concur with Carlos' assessment of the Murray Gray. He echoes Cristiano Ronaldo the same way Mason Gray would echoes Robin Van Persie and the, uh, their, their body shape when they shoot and style of running and that kind of thing. Um, Everton really, really, really pulled the rabbit out of the hat with that $1.5 million transfer. <laughs> I mean, he paid that back a dense sum because the Marigree just probably wanted an opportunity. He has it now. And he's with a good coach who's probably going to show him the, you know, the, the granular details of being a, becoming a better player. And if they use this large partner to do better, because I'm sure Rafa has to be pressing them for, for transfers in January. Um, Hopefully Everton does better because they have the, the midfield of Allen and the courage to build on. Maybe somebody, maybe they need somebody in front of them or somebody behind them um, for them to, to function. Well, not Allen necessarily, because he would be the person behind them. Maybe the courage needs somebody next to him or in front of him. So um, for me, Everton deserved to win the game. Arsenal did not do enough. Um, I'm glad to see Martin Odegaard has done something. And um, since his transfer from, from Real Madrid in terms of the last goals in the last two games, and hopefully that continues. But we didn't, Arsenal didn't deserve anything from the game. Congrats to Everton. And hopefully it's a launching pad for them to do better. Because I think a lot of things for Rafa Benitez. I don't even know what to say to Arsenal for Arlen because I don't believe that. Because Pepe, um, Pierre Bamiyang, Lacazette, um, 
Saka, Smith-Rowe, and the rest of them have all just become bad players going forward. I don't believe it's that. I think they're overcoached. And there's too much in their brain tactically to just release and play football. So I think that maybe was affecting the team. So we'll see how it goes over the next three or four games because that, that game right there has, put a, has switched a lot of people on or over to greater scrutiny of the coach. That is the truth. So now he has to not only win, but perform over the next three games. So, yeah, I don't want to go any further. Go ahead, Taz. All right, so if nobody didn't know you was an Arsenal fan before, but if you're saying it, then no, no, because I hear all yeah. the emotion coming out. <laughs> yeah, frustration. <laughs> I, to be honest, I I don't think Arteta, I don't think Arteta's trash, but I just, maybe he's I ain't saying so either. Man. I don't agree. I don't agree with that either. Anybody saying he's trash, maybe I don't agree with that either. He's just saying the guy. Um, like, but I, I I strongly believe with Carlo, you're, you're, um, your senior players are not helping the team at all, at all. I, maybe it's a situation where they're being outcast and and they're not on board with what the manager is doing. So maybe they feel if if they don't if they don't do what he said and results go don't go their way. Well, it's easier to start one person than it's than it's start twenty two people. So uh, Saturday in the morning, I guess. But to be honest, and to be fair, I think Aubameyang is absolutely atrocious. I've I've had conversations with a notable Arsenal fan. I don't know if you, I don't know if you know Brown, Delano Brown, good friend of mine. Delano Brown, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Brown. I know Brown. He he, he loved Aubameyang. The last conversation we had, he believed in Aubameyang. I don't know if he still does, but after these couple of performances, this is your captain. Yeah, he got to go. He absolutely has to go. I mean, party coming off some injuries, acclimatizing to a new league. I gotta get I gotta get a chance. I can't kill him yet. Um Tavares is young. Um your bot line is good to me. My problem with Arsenal, like any team that is physical got a chance of beating you. And you you need some you need some assholes in your team to be yeah, honest. Yeah, like that's true. On the physical end, you need somebody with bite. I mean, Jaka might be there, but he don't do it with any intelligence. He just make a lot here. Anybody physical system. just needs to put pressure on Ben Wait. Because they, yeah. they they get ready to scrap with Gabriel with Gabriel. They get ready to scrap with Ben Wait. Uh, like I see I see um the, it was Godfrey that stamped Tommy asked when he said. <laughs> And there was there was no emotion like he just he just tapped up on the chin. Ah, uh, like, that's a joke. I mean, I, Same. I I'm, uh, I'm, I'm mature. At best, I was semi-professional. But anybody do that to me, I I fight in there. It gave me a noise like you can't stab me in my face, and and I just let that slide, and no emotion comes out. And to I your point, up though. On the ground. So your point is the same thing that had happened to Tommy Asu last week at Manchester because if the team had assholes, as you said, there is no way the referee was not going to be made aware of that drag down in the box. Yeah, all right. It's just, just letting it go by too easy, man. I mean, like, if the passing game ain't on, if you can't outplay people, then when the, when the going get rough, 
images disappear. And I that I can't be. Arsenal need Arsenal need somebody. Uh you need Pachavero's gone. Tony Adams gone. You need somebody in there to bite. And I, I can't even think of anybody on the market that fit the Arteta still and, and still got that and still has that, that bite in them. But it, 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 something God give. And Carlos said he was impressed with Rafa. This is, this is, a, this is a Rafa performance from me. Um, I, I, I don't know. He said Gomez came on and took over the midfield. But I, I just think that Gomez was doing, Gomez didn't do nothing special to me. Is Arsenal were worn down. As I just said, the physical, the physical side of the game had them, had them in shambles, and and, and, that, and that was it. So it was easy for Gomez to just pick, pick them apart with passes, constant movement, and, and that was it. Uh, Richardson did pretty much what Adama Traore would do if he could, <laughs> if he could finish. Just pierce some power. I guess he used his strength, so I, I can. I can't say anything bad about him, but uh, there wasn't much in that game. And you give, you, I saw you giving Everton a lot of credit. They deserve to win, and but deserve is a strong word. Yeah, this, this game could have gone either way. Yeah, it could have, especially if um, Arsenal took the chances presented to them at the end of the day, like. You've got these moments in the game that are swinging in, you know, and the favor of the teams. Like, and Katia yeah. hit the post from three yards up. Obama missed that chance late in the game. Like, all right, every time I had chances, but both was off. So, I saw one would say that the defense did their job there. But, like, for me, up until Tierney came off, Everton wasn't threatening okay. Arsenal. I just think Arsenal too soft, man. I, it it's sad, dude. It's sad because I could, like like you guys know if if I wasn't a Juventus fan, I'd be an Arsenal fan. Also. Um, just just coming from where where we saw them and the winger and the type of players and quality that they had previously. This is this is really 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 disappointing for Arsenal. Yeah. We've been saying this we've been saying this for far too long too. And what I find though, and I, I see it with Manchester too. If these teams don't blow away, and Arsenal don't blow away anybody. If these teams don't score three four goals mm-hmm. and make the opposition quit, once it's like a goal apart, and the opposition still in the game or believe that them could pull back the game, they yeah. just get a chance and draw the game, possibly win it. When you look at Man City or um, Chelsea, them just kill games. Them know to control games. I don't know if it's because them ain't got that particular quality of player to do it and maybe like to 
hold the ball and take the game, to kill the game. I don't know if that, that, that is it. But I find Manchester like that. Like any game that close, let me see a man you leading to one. As a fan watching on, you know, you will never be confident that Manchester can win this game. Like when you watch Man City and Chelsea, you could be leading 1-0. And that you you know what I mean? You can, you can tell yourself, man, we can win this game. Like, that if you lost or dropped the game. Lack of fear factor. That's you lack understand? of fear You would be surprised. Lack of fear factor and lack of respect. Like, like, Teams don't have respect or fear for Manchester or Arsenal. They will take a lot more risk to get a point or get to, or to win the game against Manchester or Arsenal than they would do against Chelsea. Chelsea with 10 men, people can still be Chelsea against people can still be um scared of City the same thing, Liverpool the same thing. But they do they would not have that same fear factor with Arsenal or Manchester. You would find that happening. Same thing right now is like West Ham has that mentality by default against anybody. Anybody give them a sniff, them coming. But for all other teams in the league, they might say, hey, that is Manchester, hey, that is Arsenal. If we get something here, we could get something else if we keep going. They might not do it against Aston Villa at this stage right now. If, if they're up to one, they might say, man, game gone, let me plan for next week. But for Arsenal and, and City and United, teams definitely coming for you. Yeah, that is for true. sure. Um, th- that I agree, but I still need like I still think that they need to know it's time to kill the game. Let me hold on on the ball. Like they got, I mean, you got international experienced players, and you trying to tell me now they can't see it. Yeah, daily time ten minutes ago. Let me be more conservative. Like. Teams just come back all the time. I don't know if it's because it's, you know, it, it can't be the league and because it, it got a lot of energy in it. Because it don't happen to Chelsea, it don't happen to Man City. Them just kill games. They make football boring to watch. And, <clears throat> you know, for lack of better words. But like, Arsenal don't do it. Man, you don't do it. I don't know if it's the midfield. I don't know if it's the quality of players. I don't know what it is. Liverpool does let back and let, uh, let back in teams too. So I tell myself it got to be that particular type of player. I mean, they got Thiago now, but I find Liverpool does still do it. I, I, I don't, it could be a style of play. I don't know what it is, but I find that like it don't happen to Man City or Chelsea or it really, it really happens to them. Um, to conclude, and, and to go back on the, the to go back in the fantasy world, I took Dan Juma off my team. And the man got two goals and Villarreal up three love. Atlanta then lose to a Spanish team on Italian soil in donkey years. And right now, Atlanta going out. Out of the Champions League and into the same place as the mighty Barcelona. So Manchester and Villarreal. Emery boy. But 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 Emery. Dan Juma, that's the man that 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 um the Newcastle court sign. Man going on to the big things. 
Um, but that's it for this week for the review. Um, I'll be looking forward for you to listen to the preview of game week 16. And that is a good boy from me, Tyron and TSU. All right.